So something that has moved out of the the spiritual community and has gone mainstream, as most things do, is this idea of NPCs, uh, non-player characters, for those of you who aren't down with the lingo. And just in general, the idea is like if you were playing a video game and you walk around and you see it's just you know, somebody who's doing something in the background, but they're not necessarily, uh, you know, they're not you, right? And uh, so they're just kind of programmed and they're going about their business, but they don't have any real agency. They're just kind of floating. And this has been a sort of spiritual idea. I think people have tried to use it as a means of distinguishing people who are kind of locked into their sort of egoic programming and structures and you know whatever that is right uh locked in the matrix and oh that person's an npc oh that person's an npc so on and so forth and i guess first i i i want to sort of acknowledge the usefulness maybe of of this idea i think for anybody on a sort of a, a journey, wellness, wholeness, spirit, whatever it is, right? Um, being able to sort of recognize when somebody is in a space of disconnection and they're not having a conversation with you, right? They're having a conversation with their idea of you. I think that's a useful thing to notice because you can waste a lot of energy trying to speak to someone who has no intention of hearing you trying to, you know, fix a situation that's just not going to happen because that's just not where that person is at that moment. And so I see a usefulness there in the sort of NPC distinction. Uh, also, I could sort of acknowledge the, the freedom of feeling like you know most people don't care i think i saw a video that really kind of rubbed me a weird way but is this guy walking around being like these people are npcs i'm in an airport i can do whatever and they're just gonna keep going according to plan and so you know i i i can acknowledge the sort of experience of freedom that comes with not sort of identifying with this sort of locked in program state, right? Oh, I'm a player. Like I can, you know, I can be free. I don't have to work by my own old programming. I can kind of do my own thing, you know? So I'm not saying this isn't a, a sort of useful teaching tool. I will say though, my, if I had to levy a critique on this, I think, um, it still sort of presupposes this idea of separation. This idea that there is a you and that there's a them over there, right? They're the, they're the sort of non-player character. They're not real. Only I am real. And in that regard, I think we may be still missing the mark there, <laughs> right? The idea that you are in some way special and then there are some other special people around me who I see you right uh, yeah we're there that's a little that, that can be a little janky 
a little disconnected, a little still very egoic. And so the not so hot take, I guess, is if you're still walking around sort of judging other people as NPCs, they're locked in the matrix and I'm not, you got, you got a little ways to go, right? We, we gotta, the realization isn't quite there (laughs) because in truth, you know, you're not separate from anything in this experience and that's not mumbo jumbo. That's just facts. (laughs) Like realistically, the you that you think you are this separate thing. I've seen this thing happen time and time again, man. Anytime you try to squeeze the enormity of the universe, of wisdom, of spirituality, of whatever it is, anytime you try to take this sort of everythingness and squeeze it through the lens of your ego, the idea that I am the possessor of this thing, shout out to the one ring, we'll be talking about that soon. <laughs> Got to do a Harry. Uh, oh my God, I said Harry Potter. Uh, Lord of the Rings joint because I just finished Rings of Power and I'm a big fan. But anytime we are are turning this idea into oh you know I got it right, it's all about me. We're trying to sort of filter and squeeze things through our egoic identity, and this idea of separation will continually trip us up because. The thing that you're holding on to with that separation is your idea of who you think you are. And so so many people on spiritual paths, on therapy paths, whatever it is, they have such a rough time once they sort of start making these distinctions, making these or getting too sort of caught up in them. Right. I can see the usefulness in it. And I'm there's I'm sure there's more that I didn't mention, but only as a tool like anything else anytime you get too wrapped up in this idea or too literal like ah man i've seen some literal npc texts that are properly ridiculous um but anytime you get too caught up in that idea of, of separation you're you've created a sort of rigid identity or ego of who you think you are and so when life inevitably pushes against that because it does not care about you who you think you are we're back in our old sort of cycles of reactivity we're back in our old cycles of i'm not enough we're back in a state of comparison comparison is a thief of joy is not just (laughs) it's not just a saying man that's just straight Mm. that's a bar and a half the ego only understands comparison because that's the only way that it can experience life. That's its sort of function. And when we are moving through life with that as our only sort of primary functioning without sort of allowing that to fall away in moments where it needs to fall away, it leads to tremendous anxiety, frustration, depression, reactivity. overthinking the ego constantly needs to be fed data information and thinking because all it is is really thinking 
right? A proper definition for me is just your ego. It's just who you think you are. Identifying as your thinking. And the neurosis that follows, which is just the desire to sort of keep that thing alive in your head. Attraction and aversion. And so I encourage anybody, anytime you get the sort of feeling uh, to, to kind of judge somebody as like, oh, they're an NPC, that it's like, all right, maybe relax on all that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe take a beat and settle into yourself because I can't tell you how many sort of moments I've had with folks who we're in a state of quote unquote, you know, NPC disconnection in the matrix. And when you don't judge them as that and put up another wall for them to push against and you truthfully sort of remain present and don't go into your own sort of patterns of reactivity. A lot of the time they'll open up because you've given them permission to be themselves. You've given them permission to relax into the the, the fullness of this moment simply by the fact that you are relaxed into the fullness of this moment and you're open if anything man i think the the best part about being able to recognize when somebody's in a state of really being disconnection disconnected is you instantly don't have to take anything they're doing or saying personally i mean we should never do that but you know what i mean like, oh, man, they're not even talking to me. There's a really great scene in Ted Lasso, season two. Spoiler. All right, stop now. <laughs> it's not that big of a spoiler. But somebody, I won't spoil it. Somebody is screaming at Ted. And the way it's shot, and the way you've kind of taken the journey with this other character who's screaming at Ted, is you are fully and acutely aware that he's not talking to Ted. <laughs> Right. It doesn't have anything to do with Ted. This is some shit that he kind of made up in his head and he's completely disconnected. He's being an NPC. He's being in the Matrix. He's just kind of following his own sort of predictive programming. And Ted does this brilliant thing where he's like, look, man, I I see. I didn't think that, you know, I'm sorry I didn't notice that this was a thing for you. I don't think that I did that, but I'm sorry if I ever gave you that impression. And he took it as far as he could take it. But he simply kind of acknowledged he acknowledged you know what that person thought the situation was and then at the same time he was just like yo man there's nothing I can really do about this he didn't say that but he could see it in his eyes he was very much like bro you're not talking to me right now (laughs) and in that instance you know the guy chose to kind of go in his own way but I think it's it's so telling and how much space can be created for you and that person when you don't immediately sort of drop into this more into your ego and start pushing back about how you think things should be because you know so many things because you go to therapy now. (laughs) Don't you know I meditate? I read all the Brene Brown books, so... (laughs) When you... Are fully there in your body, fully present, man. You'd be surprised. 
You can also give people so much of a, a helping hand into, I love, one of my favorite things to do is just sort of break the matrix that we're all in and just re- genuinely do shit that's out of character. But just to be like, hey, we're both here, <laughs> right? We were just kind of doing the thing that, you know, da, 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 hey, how are you? Da, 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 da. And sometimes I just like to mix it up just to go, hey, right? And I mean, in my experience, people tend to appreciate it because it's you would never waiting tables is a great example of this because like, good God, there's nothing more sort of programmed, programmative, no <laughs> programmed into people's sort of just autopilot than fucking taking an order or like giving an order at a restaurant and restaurants, man, I just love just as a, as a server and as a, uh, a guest <laughs> customer, <laughs> I love just kind of having just, even if it was one or two, just a real moment or just like, Hey, what's going on? Or just say something in a way where it's, it's kind of specific to them. And it's almost instantaneous, like a recognition. Like if some, either party is on autopilot, they go, Oh, right. Hey, we don't have to do the thing. Sometimes I'll like swear just to be like, catch them off guard. (laughs) A lot of times people are not expecting that and just whatever, but it's so interesting to watch people's shoulders just release. Oh, right. We don't have to fucking do the thing. Okay. Right. Thank God. And so, if anything, uh, that's a space that I like to to exist in, in regards to this whole NPC idea. But there are no NPCs, man. It's just you. Because you were an NPC at one point, right? Keep it a buck. You can just pop out like this. And to just ignore that, I think it's just silly. I think it points to the the disconnection that comes with judging people as less than you. But you're the entire thing, man. There is no you in nature there's no you in people there's no you in stuff there's no you to be honest when we settle into that which is just presence without commentary listening without meaning seeing without meaning being noticing when you're lost in thought and just coming back to what's in front of you that's total connection with everything as everything alright <laughs> MPC soapbox over thank you for rocking with me have a wonderful day know yourself